Recorded live. Greetings, all playing regular man draft files across food and Zog Brian here in the open air coast coast nut house. We call Zog Bab one third and final, but this show is always a vain. At the loss of the found sheep of the house of Israel, ye chosen seed of Israel's race, ye who did hear Christ call. Greetings. Let's see. This is episode number two hundred and what, ninety-three of Mumaturd. Uh really close to seven hundred more than likely. Between six and seven hundred. And let me see, today is the 30th day of August, 2015, and it is, what, a little bit after 10.30 p.m., Granby on Central, on Standard, or what the hell time. Anyway, uh, the Trader Glenn Miller trial, such as it was, uh, Trader Glenn Miller rested. They're going to, tomorrow, have closing arguments. So the prosecutor is going to say, yes, it's Trader Glenn Miller. He admitted it. He put himself there. Uh, there's no missing it. And Trader Glenn Miller will whine that the Jews made him do it. Well, maybe they did. That's what gets me in this wonderful bowel movement, Lars, is how many Jews and Mamsers and the rest are in our wonderful bowel movement, all pretending that they are well, white and that they give a shit for white people. They don't. Uh, most of them, most of them, I think, are just so far gone. Uh, let's say a critter like Fink. He did three shows, and what, what he's done is he showed up as a two-seed liner or a dual-seed liner, and then over the, it got revealed that he was essentially just a Jew reading with a Mongol, nigger-lit Mongol, uh, Wikipedia articles about Hitler, claiming Hitler was the Archangel Michael, and uh, he went to where he was not a millennial, millennialist. He was a preterist. Now, a papist preterist is someone who calls himself a historicist, and he will yap a little bit of Greek history, uh, most of it wrong. Uh, he's not a Greek scholar. He, you know, he really can't speak Greek at all. Uh, one well, Greek who actually went back to learning Greek wrote a, wrote a critique about Fink's inability to understand enough Greek to pass after three weeks. You know, now, when you are learning anything, uh, be it a foreign language or something, you have to you know, listen to it and you have to speak it to a extent. And from what I guess, Fink was so, was so awful at it that, uh, hey, he didn't even pass the equivalent of three weeks Greek. Well, of course, you understand is that Greek is a third or fourth language for Frank. It's uh, English is a second language. I think the first language is Yiddish. But in any case, uh, Frank was, I listened to a little bit of Frank last night. He was talking about the protocols of Satan. Now, folks, Frank doesn't believe in an actual Satan, the devil. He believes that the Jews somehow are Satan. So somehow... The Jews spawned themselves, and they were all raped Eve, and it was a gang rape or something like that here. He's not really two-seed line, you know, although he will claim to be so. But rather, you have all these characters. They show up. They show up. And I was listening to oh, Andre the Nigger. I think Andre the Nigger got a better... Got a better what? Oh, Ghost Rider? The Trader Glenn Miller did. 
you know, let's just let's just say that uh, hey, uh, Trader, you know, Trader Glenn Miller, Ghost Rider, is not as good as Andre the Nigger Angling Ghost Rider. Andre, you know, Andre the Nigger got a good deal of what's called Chuck's Paw or Hutt's Paw or whatever they call it, you know, which is just simply, you know, a word for Jew lip. Uh, it's a pity that when Jews go ahead and give lip, you just can't click their little pointy-headed tight skulls with a sword or a battle axe or whack them with a spear or whatever. you got to pretend that, oh, you're going to be nice to them. Well, what if you don't want to be fucking nice to them? What if you want to be mean to them? Like I do. Well, hey, you, you, know, well, you can go ahead and be mean to them, but, uh, hey, you will have a bunch of people who like, who like the tardivity. Folks, let me let me get something straight. I am not an enemy of tardivity. I mean, shoot, this show, this show, for example, it is not. It is most well, tard friendly. Nowhere on any talk show show ever, 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 is anyone as lax. You know, sort of like X-Lax, you know, lax like X-Lax on Nimbus to Tards and other Tards. Why, hey, I let Tards run wild on the show up to a point, up to a point. And then there's much wailing and gnashing of teeth when I, well, I go ahead and lash the wet noodle, lash the wet noodle on Nimbus to Tards snout. You know, he, he acts like he acts like it's fucking forty lashes with a cat of nine tail here, uh, especially if you're Vistra Sock Puppet or Morty Chubble. I mean, why, 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 why? I mean, I'm just you know, I'm I'm just Satan incarnate here for these tarts. And maybe I am. Maybe I am. maybe I'm just sort of mean to tarts, but not really. I let you tarts run wild. But anyway. You know, I mean, Andre the nigger has possibly learned from me that what you want is that you want a troll card army. You understand, you understand like I did way back in 2011, that you cannot control, say, especially a Nimbus retard. You know, they're just perverted little, they're just perverted little fucktards who essentially do whatever the hell they want to. I mean, it's sort of like, it's sort of like we, you know, herding. Yeah, you heard of the term herding cats? Well, herding nimbuster retards is like herding severely retarded chickens who are sort of wild. I mean, all they do is just sort of run. You know, sometimes in circles. I mean, you know, they make more sense when you chop their head off. You know, chop their heads off here, a nimbus retard does, than when the critter has a head. Essentially, what you do is that you're just simply, you're just, you know, it's just rolling, 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 those old skill, those the internet's swollen, keep them tars rolling, what? Anyway, so anyway, you, what you do is that you just simply try to herd your head of tars. Now, you know they might have 666 when you start out here, but, you know, or, or more. Essentially, you try to get them to a sort of a location, and all you're doing is just simply bringing up on them. You know, that's, that's what you call 
when you're walking with cows here, you bring up on them. You bring up on them, you don't crowd them to where they decide to break and run because they cannot run you. You try to go ahead and bring up on the tard and get the tard to, well, most of the time they're just sort of, you know, they're sort of uh, fighting and arguing and pissing and moaning with each other here. I don't know if you've ever seen the original Starship Troopers where you end up having these critters with uh, big ugly critters with these here big jaws and claws and, you know, they're just milling about like a herd, but a mean herd. You know, they're out to fuck you. But, you know, they're, they're chaotic among themselves here. And I think some of that was character-generated, you know, graphics. Well, folks, you, you just heard the tard. Now, you look at, you know, you look at special Andre the Nigger's tard, you know, tard chat. Most of them are manzers. Most of them are, you know, mongrels, ass clowns, what have you. But they, <laughs> they, they don't have any, you know, they, you know, they're, well, they're sort of heading each way for the lulls, I guess. Well, L-U-L-Z, as they call it here. And that's what you need to understand is that, hey, they're just in it for the lulls. They're not in it for any intelligent reason. They're just in it for the lulls. So what do you say about that? What do you say about that is, well, yeah. Yeah, that's the way they are. What amuses me is you want to have hold on. What you need to have is you just need to have a big picture. You have your head of tarred. You just want to go ahead and say, there they are. You don't say sick them. Because you say sick them, the tards will think that you're trying to tell the tards what to do. You just you just hunt out, you just point out to their prey, you just point out to their prey where they're at, and they go sick them. That's what you do. Okay. So uh, <laughs> yes, this is awesome. It's everywhere. <laughs> Well, for those of you who think you might be a Mr. Sock Puppet, what you need to do is you need to sit down, you need to sit down, you know, in a chair, get your mirror, and then, you know, and then go ahead and, you know, angle that mirror with a light on it to where it's resting on the middle part of your tail. And what you want to do is you want to look underneath your tail and figure out whether you're a Mr. Mr. Sock Puppet or not, okay? Uh, what happens is that, hey, if there's something there's something rather, you know, I mean, sort of like what you would imagine old gender bender might have here and what uh, liar Bill Mumps that the clueless wants here, if you, see, if you see in the mirror when it's resting upon your tail something that liar Bill would want and <laughs> old gender uh, what's pretend don't have, that is when you know you're a Mr. Sock Possum here. You know, you just you just have to go ahead and look underneath your own tail. All right? You know, this is this is uh, virtual tail self-diagnosis. All right? 
these days are going to get to bother us. Am I a mystery? Talking about without break. Well, maybe he does. Maybe he does. I don't know if Dr. Israel Katz can cure everything. Everything is just a sock substance. Possum. Well, yes, it is here. I'm just, I'm just simply asking you, you know, just telling you how to, how to do your own self analysis here. You know, and the word, you know, the word is on analysis is A N A L. And then the Y S I S Y. Hey, that's sort of, you know, that's sort of moot too here. Just understand that much here. You need to look. You need to look underneath your own tail. You know, I mean, if you're going to rely on a buddy to, you know, to look underneath your tail, well, you know, I mean, in your, you know, in your buddy's nimbus retard, that may not end well. Unless you want it to end a certain way. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and get off that. You know, I mean, I was just looking at the chat room here, and it just come to me here. Come, 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 come. About uh, what to do. You know, how to go ahead and tell if you're a mystery sock possum. All right. So, okay. Anyway, uh, most you know. The question of it is, is that Donald Trump has got the reputation for being a buffoon. And I was looking, I was looking on uh, Jew Scarborough, and she has some sort of, has some sort of uh, the big new Brzezinski's daughter, Mika, Mika Brzezinski or whatever. And I guess Mika, you know, Mika is an unmarried mother here, and she squeezed out two you know, two Pollocks here who might guard the uh, the right maybe, you know, in 1939. I don't know here. But, you know, you, I, you, know, you look at old Mika, old Mika, and I bet her clitoris is longer than Jewish Scarborough's dick. But they were yapping, they were yapping that old Hillary. Hillary's in trouble because, hey, it looks like Hillary has been engaged in what you could call espionage. Now, she was bitching about how the Republicans are terrorists. The Republicans are terrorists. Well, I don't know. If I was Trump, I'd say, hey, look, look, uh, Hill the Beast. You know, that is what Obama, Michelle Michel Obongo called, uh, called, called the Hill the Beast. You know, I mean, of course, Michelle looks more like a world the Beast, Hill the Beast, too, here. But anyway, you know, Beast to Beast. But, you know, I'd call her Mata, you know, Mata Swillery or Mata Hildebeast or something like that because, hey, she's essentially letting the chinks know her email. Maybe not deliberately, but, hey, she'd far rather the chinks see uh, what's, you know, what's on her server, which used to be stored in a bathroom closet here. You know, I, I don't know. It used to be sort of like back in the days here when you had in Joplin, Jasper and Newton County Internet, you know, Internet communication, which was paid for by the state of Missouri. It's called Janix. It was in computer land. And they had all these freaking U.S. robotic exterior modems. And what they were is they were in a little closet. They were in a little code site. Now, computer land in Joplin had air conditioning. But you would have a fan. You would have a fan just sitting, and it would be going back and forth and back and forth. 
in a broom closet. And they didn't have any brooms, they didn't have any dustpans, they didn't have anything. You just had those, you know, just a little sort of cul-de-sac, and you had about maybe 50 modems. And this was back when these 50, you know, I think these 28.8 modems cost around $200. Now, when I first got into it here, I bought me a 2,400-baud modem. 24 freaking, you know, baud. Now, the very fast one, next one was 14.4 for both facts and for modems here. This is this was a ways back, 14.4. Now, 4 times 14.4 is what, uh, 56K? But this was on the days of dial-up, and that's what it had. And what it had connected to it was a Pentium, you know, the very first Pentium. You call it 5A6, the very first Pentium. I think it was a Pentium 90 or a Pentium 120. Now, when they were first making these Pentium chips, if they didn't make it very good, it was actually just what they call a Pentium 66 or a Pentium or a Pentium 60, if they had a little bit of problems with it. Well, they used to have to put these very little these little fans right on top of it. Now the Pentium two had it was a big long sucker by Intel. And AMD had it where it was actually a chip. But here it was, what was when was it? Nineteen ninety five. Twenty years ago. I've been on the internet for twenty years. Got on the Janix uh, later on, and then uh, people thought I, you know, around here thought I was a genius on the internet because I had an actual web page, Patrick Henry Online. Okay. Well, yes, it had a number of, you know, had a number of problems here, way back here. Yeah, he looks like LBJ, LBJ, you know, Juice. I call him Juice Carbone. He's a total pussy here. But old Juice Carbo saying, old old Jib, Jib, he's so much better when he's cranky. I don't know why he's cranky. He's more like a pussy. Yes, Donald Trump. And old Trump is getting on his skin. And what old Jeb does here, what old Jeb does and the rest of the other trucks. Now, this nigger, this nigger, who, this nigger doctor, He's not fighting with Trump. And guess what? He's number two. got to wonder if he's going to end up like old Herman Cain. I don't know if you remember Herman Cain from four years ago. Herman Cain was the CEO for Godfather's Pizza. Now, Godfather's Pizza is not bad pizza, but it's not for you. But we have Tombstone around here. We have Jack's. And I prefer Jack's because Jack's is cheap. Now, I really like cheap pizza. I like $2, you know, 12-inch wide, $2 pizzas. Sometimes I'll pay up to $3 for one. But usually I buy, like buying the Jack's when it's on sale. So where was I? Okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Morty invented the interwebs. No, Morty did not. Morty, uh, Morty, uh, actually, Morty didn't invent, you know, the first racist web page. 
sperm fart was, you know, sperm fart was about nine months ahead of me. But hey, people were saying, oh, what a great, you know, and, and all I did was get a book, you know, go ahead and get a book on basic HTML. Now, 1994, 1995 was when Netscape 1.0 came out. And I paid $50 for Netscape 1.1. And what I looked is that it has a thing called source, and I looked on how to make source code. Now, the easiest was just simply, was simply just take a text file and put, you know, P-R-E, at the very start of it, and then pre-R-E, slash P-R-E, which meant pre-formatted. That was the easiest way to do it. But I learned how to write HTML. Basic 1.0 HTML. All right? So, the right perspective. Well, that's nice. Number 17. So, leave that <laughs> Okay, guess number 17 is trolling for News Kite Show, which is fine, really. I don't mind plugs. Anyway, you know, Friday, Friday I go in, and guess what? Old Uncle Tom's Zog Pig had, uh, you know, had bitch boobros back from salmon wrangling in Alaska. North to Alaska, go on, red nigger, the rush is on. Anyway, uh, you know, I was sort of muted for a while, and I he listened, and I was bored by Tom, Uncle Tom Bowie. I don't know if it, you know, Wolf Wailing Wallstein had anything interesting to say or not. Really, no. Okay. A, a, latest England cartoon? I got to look at this here. A jailbait here. <laughs> okay, here. No tea moths. Let's see here. Giggle Trio. Daddy's monkey. <laughs> Trying to leave this. <laughs> All right, here. Well, this ain't bad. This ain't bad, but I, you know, I don't know if she has cone kitties or not here. You know what I mean? You know, and besides, I never, really, when it comes down to it, have you ever seen a little nigger girl with a little teddy bear? You know, I, I've never really seen a nigglet girl with teddy bear. Now, folks, you got to realize is that usually with niggers, not one of them is a virgin after the age of nine, maybe ten. And that's because daddy and brother and uncle and, you know, mama's boyfriend have all mounted little Shibu, little, little water buffalo. You know, I mean, some may think they have AIDS here, and they got to get themselves some virgin pussy here to cure their AIDS here. They actually believe that shit. They actually believe the virgin pussy. Now, if they get white pussy, they go ahead and do it here. And you're going to see more and more and more of these niggers running wild like in South Africa. But really, for all pack purposes, I mean, shoot. Uh, you know, the the story, the story is young enough to, you know, bleed, young enough to breed. But, hey, they don't even wait for it to start bleeding here. Most, you know, spicks and niggers don't here. That's just their nature. 
You can argue about it, but hey, I mean, the beaters, their number one crime is driving without insurance. Well, their number one crime is crossing the border. So therefore, they don't even have a driver's license, much less insurance. Okay? I mean, this is just major nature. Their second biggest crime. I, I, I went ahead and got my, got my, you know, crime for beaners and the stuff here. Their second crime, <laughs> after crossing the border, after crossing the border illegally, it's no fun being an illegal alien. White powder. Okay. Well, where did Trump or your Frank? If we where did you say white powder? White powder. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll ask old Trump, the Trumpsters' uh, belief on medical marijuana. You never know with old Donald here. But Donald has changed. Has changed. He was pro-abortion. And he was pro-choice. You know, pro-choice and pro-life and pro-choice. Now he's back to being pro-life again. White powder. White powder. But a beaner's, a beaner's second crime is not to drive with insurance. And a beaner's third crime is to molest its beanerlets. I mean, that's what it does here. It, you know, I mean, you know, these little cucarachas here, these little cockroaches here, I don't know what it is, but it seems like cockroaches are born pregnant. You know what I mean? Good Lord, get out of there. Speaking of which, one of them was trying to get into my Folgers swell. You don't like key lime pie, though, as much as you like the Folgers swell. Hmm. What about <laughs> what about? Oh, yeah, I've seen that here. Uh, old, uh, old, old Mongo couldn't give it a white person's name. Now, I bet, I bet. If you had a mountain in Kenya and they called it Obongo, why would they change it back to its original name? But they're going to go ahead and call it Denali as opposed to Mount McKinley. Now, folks, what what gets me is that why can't white people? Really, what comes down to it? Why should white people obey any laws? Why should they bother obeying any laws? Hillary can't obey laws. Beaners don't obey laws. They don't obey laws regarding getting insurance. They don't obey you know, laws involving staying out of this country. Speaking of which, speaking of which, I don't know if you've seen Camp of the Saints, but the Hungarians have been building. They took down a wall way back in 1989. Now they're trying to put it back up again. They're trying to make a 100-mile wall right next door to Serbia. And here are all these Syrians, these ragheads who are coming in like camping saints. They're coming in, and essentially what they got, what they got is the Hungarians are trying to build this wall with this concertina wire. And these beaners are essentially figuring out how to get underneath it before they can build the wall. But folks, you don't hear them yapping about how we can't build a wall. 
No, what they do is that the beaters, you know, the uh, the ragheads that do get through, they're herded, you know, they're herded around this dirt lane. In this dirt lane, now there's porta potties there for them to shit and piss in. And essentially, what they're doing is they're, I guess, they're encouraged to go on to Romania or wherever else. You know, hey, now folks. I think that they're serious about that. What they would do is that they would essentially wait for these boats to go about a mile off of Syria or wherever, and then sink them. If they did that, that would end the shit here. But first, got to realize Zog Babylon is the one that's stirring up the shit. It's the one stirring up this ISIS. It's the one who's causing this humanitarian crisis. Folks, can you imagine what would happen if Egypt was run, I'm, you know, what, four years ago was the Arab Spring? And they fucked it up. They fucked it up. Now, I remember back when you men busted cars were there, you had Lara Logan who was yapping about how <laughs> how she got raped here by these Egyptian sad niggers, and she still couldn't get the smell of garlic and camel pussy. You know, you know, smell of garlic and chamel out of her out of her pussy and oh Anderson Pooper, you know, he's, he's running around there hoping to get you know, right by ragheads, you know, camel driving ragheads as well here. You know. That's where Olara Logan was. She was lying by how she got raped here or whatever. Old old Anderson Pooper is heading out. This is four years ago or so. <laughs> and you did muster tars had no had no uh had no appreciation. But folks, what you see is you see Camp of the Saints. Well, you see these critters coming in their boats and they're going through Greece. Then they're going up to Macedonia. You know, a bunch of brown people there. And then they're going, it's getting a little bit wider, going through Serbia. Now the Serbs, now the Serbs are you know, critters you who don't want to fuck around here. The Serbs the Serbs have got had a reputation deserved for being rather nasty and tough people, but hey, they're letting these critters go through. And now the Hungarians are trying to stop them, and they're heading to Germany. In some cases, they're heading from Germany through to France, through to England, through the little shuttle. Now, folks, I don't see why. I don't see why it is immoral to just simply shoot them when they come through. If you were to have the Armageddon buzzards in Europe, if you were just simply to leave 100 dead bodies stinking on the wire, this shit would stop. If you want to simply torpedo, now this is Camp of the Saints, folks. If there's any hate crime I'm likely to commit here, it would be going down to the border and gunning down these fucking meters. In any case, you hear them Hungarians say, we can't build the wall. They're trying to build a wall.
They're trying to build a wall. They're trying to lay some fence here. I would, I would go ahead and lay out some landmines. Lay out some landmines. Machine gun nest. That isn't that shit. I'm looking. I'm looking right now. I'm looking at some World War One footage here. You know, seeing the German or Prussian army going through. Let's see what the heck's on. OPT. It was about MI6, Military Intelligence 6. Okay? But. Getting back to what's going on. You have all these, I call them conservatives or confederates that I, I count cuck hair walrus. I don't call them cuck hair walrus. Cuck hair walrus. Earlier this week when this nigger went and gunned down, this cork-eyed, I think she's a mamsworth. Now, the, uh, the uh, cameraman, I think it was a white guy. We want, how can you go ahead and talk against, you know, about getting north of 24-year-old woman? Not a problem. Her dad looks like a Jew boy, and guess what? Does he blame nigger faggots? Does he blame nigger faggots for gunning down his daughter? No. He wants to, whatever I do, I'm going to make sure that I guess white men cannot get guns. He's going to go ahead and make sure that white men cannot get guns. Folks, it's not white men who are committing the crimes. They're trying to protect themselves and their families from criminals, nigger criminals, beer criminals, pig criminals. Sometimes I pray... An old cut hair walruses, poker hot ass wife. She can't be racist. I'm part Indian. I'm part Cherokee. I mean, look, folks. When you really learn to hate niggers, I, I've never really met a real Southerner who really hated niggers. He pretends to hate niggers, but, you know, folks, to every Southerner, a nigger is a piece of property. He's a piece of property. He has a value. To, to, every, to every Southerner, you know, other, other, outside of Southerners from South Dakota, you know, to a South Dakota, uh, you know, you never could, you never could train the Sioux Indians to pick cotton to uh, weed wheat, to sow wheat, to harvest wheat. You never could train them to do anything other than steal horses and rape. I mean, shit, you know, I mean, you know, a damned Indian was even worse than that damn nigger here. Never could even train a red nigger, you know, like from which Johnny Tonto descended from, to actually, to actually do something useful. Now, you can maybe, if you beat a nigger's ass hard enough, you can get him to pick cotton and, you know, for what? 
know, for a little reward, you know, maybe he do stupid shit here. You know, he'd make a slave. Not a good one, but a slave of the fashion. These Indians never would. So as a result, a South Dakota, a Southerner from South Dakota, you know, uh, we had sort of a harder attitude here toward, well, critters who didn't make good slaves like red niggers. But I, I, I don't think that really what comes down to it, any real Southerner really can view a nigger as something that he thinks like a monkey he can train to pick cotton or pick rice or do whatever. Okay? So where was I here? Uh, you know, cut here, went ahead and banned me or blocked me again. They're whining like a pussy about my racism. What you say? Folks, when it comes down to it, we're going to have to have a partition in this land. And, you know, unlike all the other great bowel movement leaders, I don't believe in following the duck. The duck, he worth the fuck. I don't believe in following Don Black. I don't believe in following that Jew boy, Alex Linder. Folks, what I want you to do, if you're serious, is to save your own life. Okay. Lord. All right. All right. Oh, damn. Bring down the false big dick. Okay, guest 10. I'm on to you. But it's a little bit too late. Okay. Good Lord. Well, I'm being spammed. I'm being spammed. Oh, well. What to say? You got the best of me. Oh, did you? Okay. Well, it's taking a while. Okay, all righty. Yes, 10. That's sure. <laughs> all righty. Get two. <laughs> all righty here. Well, it looks like we have tarts. We have tarts here. And as a result, as a result, you know, should I go ahead and I think I'll go ahead and unblock guest 18 here because guest 18 showed up when guest 10 was running wild. Okay, not me. I don't spam. Well, I guess not here. All righty, folks. Uh, let's see. Do you ban? <laughs> Is that right here? Okay. Another card to block. Oh, Lordy, who else here? That's it, Morty. Trump, Israel, Trump, Israel, Trump. God damn. Oh, sorry. None of you tards have any gratitude here. Anyway, folks, let me see. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to 
Oh, get my train of thought, which has been derailed by the ass clownery of you nimbus retards. And we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in about three or four minutes. Hail victory. <laughs>
Okay, I'm back. I was I was looking. You know, once I do look at daily spermer, the reason I look at daily spermer is because I think they have the best. I think they have the best Jew writers in the quote white nationalist business. <laughs> I mean, now of course they have a bunch of nimbus cards there. Uh, chimping and you know chimping and uh, pimping and whatever, but uh, I, I I do I I admit I do go over daily sperma and look and see what's going on, and one thing they're talking about is how at quite a few of these regular Jews media sites they are working on banning you know banning commentary. And the reason they work on banning commentary is because of critters like you, Nimbus retards, who are chimping out and trolling and essentially saying something contrary to their notions. Now, same thing's happened to me. Uh, folks, I have, been, I have been banned probably before some of you tards were even born basically on militia general sites here. Uh, what I point out is what is the point of having a militia if it isn't to overthrow the uh, current Zod Babylon. This was way back in 1995, 1996. And they'd get real mad when I'd, say, when I'd tell them is that there is no such thing as a constipational militia, that the militia took away the, quote, right, which had... Found, you know, formed the revolution of forming essentially armed, you know, private armies made up of private individuals at the, you know, at the township and at the town and county level. The constipation pretty well, you know, pretty well said is that guess what? A state government has to form these militias, and that these state militias can be federalized. So essentially, it wasn't a real militia. It was just simply a select militia. And the Concord and Lexington uh, patch is used by Army, by Army National Guard units. That is their patch. They're a select militia. 
were trained according to Army, you know, Federal Army, regular Army standards, and armed according to Federal Army, regular Army standards. This is not really a militia. So, hey, censorship in the bowel movement is a long, long way. And I was bitching that last week I got banned by old uh, Brad Griffin, a.k.a. Cut Hair Walrus. Now these people are honest. Cut Hair Walrus is honest. You know, first, when, when, you see, when you see niggers, faggot niggers gunning down, faggot niggers gunning down the little tackling spawn, who want to be little, you know, little Jessica Savages and Baba Wawas and all these other critters. When you see nigger faggots gunning down the kike spawn, who's starting out at the low level, that's good. First, let me tell you what, four years ago, they like to piss when a fucked up little Jew boy named Gerald Lochner went and gunned down and scrambled the brains with a 9mm, scrammed the estrococcus brains of this cacus, Gabby Gifford. And oh no, it's white supremacists who are doing it. No, guess what? Gabby Gifford's mom and Gerald Lee Lochner's grandma went to the same fucking synagogue in, uh, what, Tucson. But what really scares these fucking politicians is the fact is the fact that it just takes you know anybody when they're trying to harvest votes, anybody can go ahead and scramble their brains or shoot them. Gotta wonder about Trump here. I mean, shoot, he has he has his own private security. He probably thinks he's better than the you know the drunken bums of the Secret Service, you know, who run around and can't pay underage prostitutes in Colombia. You know, you know, the price for nookie nookie. But still, you're running around as a politician looking to harvest the vote. And there are a bunch of fucking nuts out there, especially if they're nigger nuts. Folks, when I was when I was locked up in that house, there was this there was this nigger named Tommy Rollins who got fired because he was a hate nigger. He was going to go ahead and gasoline bomb the public schools. He got pulled over by a Missouri pig. And the pig had his bulletproof vest. But guess what? Old nigger Tommy went ahead and went bang, 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 bang. They ran into, ran into the woods and left his car. He'd be looked at, and so what he did is he went to a nigger bar in Kansas City and turned himself in because he was scared the pigs would gun him down, and they would. Don't shit yourself now, folks. What two or three days ago? Here is here is some nigger, and he got a little pointy head like Charles Barkley and Andre the Nigger does. What does he do? He just got, walks up to Piggy, Debbie Sheriff, and goes bang, 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 and you know, Piggy is dead. He didn't even fuck with, you know, you know, Piggy didn't even fuck with nigger, but guess what? Oh, Piggy has achieved room temperature. And folks, I hear a bunch of whining and pissing about 
which means the pigs are not as tough as they pretend to be. You're going like a pussy here when niggers go ahead and gun you down. That means that you are not tough pigs. Well, folks, that's what we have in the Zogland. White nationals running around whining about, oh, no, the Jews are going to all kill us here. They used to run and go along with us. Niggers got to fly. Folks, do you think, do you think these Southerners who got their ass whooped in the first Civil War, well, they kicked back for a while, and then they thought, well, shit, these niggers are running wild. We got to do something for it. So what they do? They formed the local, quote, oh, anti-white, did they call it anti-white genocide unit? No. They called it the Ku Klux Klan. They've been the Knights of the White Camilla, which was probably even more efficient. The Cajun Ku Klux Klan, bum, bum. In case, they dealt with niggers. They dealt with niggers hard. They're whining like pussies about it. If you had been a Uyghur pig who was a carpetbagger who supported these fucking nigger freemen running around, well, you'd be swinging at the end of the rope next to them fucking niggers that cause trouble. Folks, there comes a time to deal with it. And I don't have any use of wiggers and pussies and Jews and faggots and the rest here running around flying like pussies here about oh no we can't have violence what really pisses me off is that this lumby drunken lumby melungeon dogbot whack Trader Glenn Miller is going to claim to be a great, great white supremacist or great white nationalism nationalist and you'll have a Jew bleeding out the asshole like Rabbi Linder. And the whole bullshit is that, oh, no, these white supremacists, why they just gun down people for no damn good reason. No, folks, I want white supremacy. I want white nationalism to be known as a bunch of domestic terrorists who gun down animals. For a damn good reason. Starting with Uyghur traders first. Folks, you're not going to hear me whine like a poor no, pig, you got cat my nigger. Cat more pigs. Fuck, I, I, want, I want to win whenever old piggy, whenever old piggy sees a nigger running around. Am I going to get capped by that nigger? Well, they go ahead and shoot niggers down here, and then there's a whole bunch of, you know, niggers yapping about how black lives matter. Folks, I know how to clear. I know how to clear. A whole bunch of niggers saying that nigger lives matter. Don't matter to niggers. Nigger life doesn't matter to niggers. Good Lord. What? A week after? A week fucking after 
Bill Stormwolf goes ahead and plug, you know, stacks up nine cones. Later on that weekend in Chicago land, where they have a whole bunch of gun control, ten niggers, starting with a, what, seven-year-old nigglet, who I know trying to go ahead and shoot a nigger daddy, who's a gangbanger. Ten niggers die. And 55, you know, 55 others are just wounded. That's what Sergeant Berry said is that you ought to give to the United Negro Carnage Fund here. You know, the problem with this, niggers are shooting each other with underpowered 38s and 32s and 22s and 380s and 9 millimeters when niggers really need to be plugged by 45 caliber or better. Or a double barrel, you know, or a, essentially, oh, double op buck coming off of a, a sawn off shotgun, 12 gauge shotgun. By the way, by the way, I do like, you know, I don't admire hardly anything about Trader Glenn Miller, but I did admire the shotgun, the black, you know, tactical shotgun that he had here. Of course, he used it to plug a fat, what, 64 year old Anglo Mestizo fat doctor here. You know, I mean, I, they look like they've come from Kansas, Oklahoma. They look like sort of Anglo Mestizo sort of critters. You can go ahead and see a picture of them. Essentially, it's sort of like a farm. Right when it starts, you know, the Ozarks hands, it starts opening up here in Kansas, south, you know, or parts of the Indian nations in Oklahoma. You know, essentially, that doctor uh, worked at Afton, which is about, oh, 40 miles down the road. By the way, by the way, uh, Seneca, which is on the county line, AON state line, is 19 plus six miles, so it's 25 miles, you know, from here to Seneca. You know, I know that because oh, oh, what happens is I was taking Roxy around Friday to Doctor Draw Blood, and uh, well, essentially. Did okay here, but uh, she got, you know, she got slipping out of the Buick into the, uh, you know, into the wheelchair, and she got between the Buick and the wheelchair, and what I should have done is I should have just simply applied my shoulder to a fat ass and shoved her back into the Buick here so she could make a second round here, but no, she, she, uh, she fell onto the, uh, she fell onto the, uh, Oh, onto the uh, asphalt. So what they did is they got the fire department out. They got two blankets. We rolled her in, and four of us went in and picked her up. We got her back in the wheelchair. Then after that, you know, I said, let's not do this shit anymore because, damn it, I'm just by myself, woman. So we went ahead, and uh, Roxy went to Neo Show, you know, you know, again. So, hey, that, yeah, that worked out all fine. They went ahead and drew her blood and all that, so no big deal. So where was I at here? No, Roxy did not have a stroke pig fraud. Okay. Anyway, you know, I do I do I have to go do I have to go ahead and get Roxy to say pig fraud is a Jew boy full of shit? Here, hold on, hold on. Looks like I have to fucking do that here. All right, all right, all right. Okay. All right, folks, you're gonna hear it you're gonna hear it now here. All right. Hey dear. Yeah, I want you to I want you to go ahead and say to the phone, say to the phone that Siegfried or Pig Fraud is a Jew boy tard, Jew boy tard who's full of shit. 
Y'all guys are full of shit. Not all guys. Pig Frog. Pig Frog is full of shit. He's a Jew boy card from Tel Aviv who's full of shit. Whoever he said you're full of shit. This pig frog is a Jew boy card who's full of shit. No, no, no. Come on. Say it. Pig frog is a Jew boy card who's full of shit. Will you go ahead and say it? Pig frog is full of shit. Okay, well, pig frog here. All right. Well, good Lord. That 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 pupster gets sort of huffish here. Well, it's just Talmud vision here. You see the same shit again and again. Hey, Chase! <laughs> That uh set pig fraud straight. <laughs> I don't know if they can. <laughs> All right, in here. Oh, you tried last year. Yeah, sounds like it, doesn't it? There you have it. <laughs> Where am I at here? Okay. Let's see here. Pig fraud. <laughs> Roxy did not die. Okay. <laughs> Where am I at here? Okay. I'm screwing Roxy too. You can do the show together. I don't know about that. I mean, you can tell. You can tell that you know she she got rather muley. She got rather muley. She wouldn't say exactly what I wanted her to say. I mean, heck, it's sort of hard to get a. It's sort of hard to get a 300-pound fat, 300-pound plus fat woman to jump through the fucking hoops like you want to, okay? So, in any case, oh, is uh, Chris Drake in jail? Okay. <laughs> Frame Mazar, what has he been framed for here? Let me go ahead and look here. Last time I seen him, he was doing okay over on. Uh, you know, Billy Roper, Billy Roper's old lady was uh, in the hospital for something, for some surgery or another. Okay. Let's see. Idiots for the real world. Never forget here. Didn't do nothing. Let me get to start. She is so positive she will never go back to dating white man. HIV positive. Well, yeah, they're more like 15 times. Okay, there's Billy. Let's see. Billy really gets on Facebook here. All righty. Let's see. Oh, not a bad-looking cork-eyed mamzers. Anyway, let's see. All righty. Oh, I'm looking at Facebook. I know Chris Drake was in jail. Of course, if Pink Floyd says it, that, that's sort of iffy. That's sort of iffy. Okay. Hold on. I was I was I was bitching about how I was bitching about how these retards. Why like pussies when niggers go ahead and cap them? Why? 
Why should anybody be altogether pissed off when niggers go ahead and gun down Wiggers? Hmm? Especially Wigger pig wise. Folks, I think less of even a pig than I do a nigger. I mean, you gotta look at here is that shoot. In many cases, niggers cannot help themselves because they're born nigger. Born nigger! As free as a wildebeest, upon which the lions feast, born nigger to follow your fight. Good, good, born nigger. And life is not worth living, and certainly not worth living. If you're born nigger, I'm a musical sort of person here. Yeah, who would have thought? Who would have thought that outside of you know, outside of Abba, though, and and uh, what the hell? You know that, that that little that cute little skank here and the Whigger, uh who was uh what uh, you know you know usually Swedish groups here they're sort of little dee 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 I like Apple though you know don't get me wrong here but you gotta realize is that shoot one of the little heifers here was fathered by an SS it was an SS guy here so she was mainly half German here okay. So, anyway, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, oh, 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 yes, I see that here. Oh, the, oh, the, oh, the, the Trump here. Y'all laugh. The Trump decided to get down on old, old, uh, old, uh, what? Old, uh, swilleries. I call her swillery. I, I for that other than the, the hill the beast here. I call her swillery. Well, swillery's uh Kaikas you know, Kaikas Genta, you know, Lesbo lovers uh husband here, uh Wiener. You know, the character at the show is Wiener. And essentially you you go ahead and you you go ahead and you uh oh shoot, what is 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 this Yenta Skank? Is this yet to skank to Hillary what Monica was to old Bubba Caligula? I mean, <laughs> you know, all these, all these Wigger, you know, liberal Wigger, you know, archetards, archetards who <laughs> just have to, you know, just have to get themselves some yet to skank us. I mean, shoot. Now, of course, old Bubba would fuck about anything which had a pussy, you know, be it, well, be it, be it, uh, you know, be it Kikuses, be it Wiggers, like Wiggerses, like Jennifer, you know, Flowers here. I mean, I really, I really liked, I really like what Jennifer Flowers looks here. She looks sort of like an info babe. Maybe she was here. Well, Jennifer, old Jennifer, why she had she had some curves here, but she wasn't grossly fat here. I mean, Jennifer looked fuckable here back when old Bill was, you know, tapping it. 
know what I mean? I remember, I think I still have it here, uh, the 1992 Star or National Choir thing here. I was Bill Clinton's lover here. And then here's old Hillary, who looks younger. You know, essentially, you know, by the way, by the way, old Hillary looks like a sort of a mean, sort of like a mean, you know, rigorous here. Imagine her nipple going to get hard here when, well, either it's being stimulated by a Yenta Lesboskank or by the fact that she's fucking over a white man. Or shooting Vince Foster. You never know here. But, <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember uh, the old Jennifer Flowers here. You know, and, uh, hey, I mean, you know, really, really. I mean, old Bill was a sexual predator. I mean, he was a sexual predator, but I don't know. I think old Ma, I think old uh, Hillary, you know, has you know has old Bill beat here. You know, I I don't think old Bill is into the faggotry that much here. Although, you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, old, old Bill, old Bill's owned by Jews. I mean, you know, no shit, he's owned by Jews. He's always been owned by Jews. You know. uh you know, they fuck him, he fucks them. So, by the way, by the way, I mean, shoot, it looks like old Hillary, she's getting, she's getting a lot of heat, a lot of heat for her, you know, for her email, for her email bullshit. Essential Joe Biden, he's not going to, he's about two weeks out of here. Now, if old Joe Biden wants to be president, I think he's going to be president. I think, you know, let, let me just tell you here, I, you know, I, I'm having some hope here. Now, folks, I ain't crazy about the fucking nigger, the, you know, the high yellow nigger yid who, who supposedly is president of the United States now here. Well, folks, I mean, I remember 2008, I'm in the nut house, and I'm seeing where he went and won in North Carolina, Indiana. And fat old Tim Luster said that old Bongo was going to be the Democratic nominee. And you had old Chelsea, and somebody photoshopped her with a T-shirt and said, my mom was getting her ass whooped by a nigger. Folks, I ain't that crazy about Jew Biden. I certainly ain't crazy about this Jew boy named Bernie Sanders. But shit, really, wouldn't a fucking nigger, wouldn't a fucking nigger, nigger's better than that bitch Hillary. Fucking Jew boy would be better than that fucking nigger bitch, that fucking bitch Hillary. I mean, Hillary's such an evil bitch. I don't think anybody really wants her. George Soros didn't want her. Obama won't want her. Uh, Michelle. Michelle, the water buffaloes, don't like Hillary. I mean, hell, nobody likes Hillary except maybe Bill. And maybe Bill's hoping to get a second, you know, chance at this intern Jewish pussy here. That's one reason he's going along with it. Now, does anybody really want that bitch Hillary? Really? I mean, essentially, Trump, it really what comes down to a loose Trump. So it reminds me of this, uh, you know, paint your wagon here where you had Jane, Jane, Jean Seberg, and she fucked niggers too, and I think she went ahead and shot herself here or something like that here. This was way back. It was on paint your wagon, and she's playing a Mormon, and this Mormon says, you know, Elizabeth, you don't know what you're getting. And she says, I know what I got. I know what I got. Don't like what you got, now does she? 
Folks, does anybody want Hillary? No, I don't want Jeb. I mean, I, it'd be a toss-up. Jeb is a total pussy, total cuck. So what I see, what I see, you know, supposedly old Trump is getting close to saying he's not going to run a third party. I hope he just goes ahead and just blows it off. I hope he's a lying politician, really. Fuck him. Fuck them. Folks, everybody after 2014 figure out what the Republicans are going to do. I know. They're going to serve their base. They're going to serve the Wiggers. They're going to serve the, the Wiggers who are not, you know, not part of the country club set, not the establishment. They're going to go ahead and feed what few working class whites, what few bubbas left. They're going to feed them shit sandwiches. And then they're going to say, guess what, motherfucker? We're going to cut down on the bread. You're going to get shit sandwiches, and we're going to cut down on the bread. What are you going to do, vote for Hillary, folks? Vote Joe Biden gets in. I bet he's going to be the Democrat nominee. He's going to beat the Jew boy, Bernie Sanders. He's going to be. He's going to go ahead and beat Hillary. Folks, I would love to see Hillary being charged with espionage. I'd just love to see her charged with a crime. Now, since old Joe Biden come in and he's a piece of shit, but sometimes that old politician actually makes sense here. He was making sense about maybe we want to get out of Afghanistan. I don't know. Did you see him? Facing Lion Ryan, here's Lion Ryan yapping about how we need to be tough on Iran. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do about Iran? I mean, we haven't done too well about winning the war against Iraq and Afghanistan. By the way, by the way, these ragheads which are coming in are from Syria, from Iraq, and from Afghanistan. All the places that Babylon has fucked up. You didn't have you didn't have that problem in Afghanistan the bridge now. You didn't have that problem with Iraq refugees under Saddam Hussein. You didn't have you don't have that problem as long as you didn't fuck with Syria and Assad. Maybe I'll just simply let whatever evil dictator rules in order to keep these people these ragheads in the fucking place. I mean, if I was a European, you know, and by the way, by the way, it's time for that bitch Angela Merkel to go ahead and be turfed out. Because guess what? Lending money to a bunch of Greeks ain't working too good now, is it? Letting in all these sad niggers in Germany ain't working too good. Maybe it's my time. Maybe it's my time that Germany, just like the United States, essentially needs to be partitioned back into what nine hundred 
from various duchies and the rest. So guess what? When you see some ragheads coming, you just got them down. No problem. If you don't believe in doing that, then fine. Folks, I love it. When I love it when niggers go ahead and shoot down the spawn of Jews. You see, when they have to go ahead and deal, first up front and personal, up close and personal, well, they do well. They won't turn on the nigger faggots here. They'll turn on white men. Oh, the white men need to have more guns. Well, guess what? How are you going to enforce that? I remember 20 years ago, Jay Reno's going to round us all, militia leaders all up. I said, really? What happens if Janet Reno's pig life gets gunned down? Trying to do that. It only requires, what, 1% to 2% to gun down pigs. And then against pigs, go ahead and shoot down the pig spawn. Folks, I really would like to see niggers not only shoot pigs, but go to a pig's house and shoot the pig spawn. Yeah, I'll teach you a trick or two, won't it? Yeah. In any case, I'm looking at that here. Folks, you know, let me just go there. What, I, what I'm hoping is that Joe Biden, you know, lying, plagiarist, piece of shit, Joe Biden, politician, liberal, Quigger, politician, piece of shit, Joe Biden, gets into the race because he, you know, I mean, old Hillary, old Hillary, old Hillary's little, you know, old Hillary's buffalo pussy and nipples, why they're just, oh, they're just inverting, they're just inverting and their pussy is clenching down here. You know, I mean, there's a popper, popsicle stick in it, it's going to snap at the thought of old Joe Biden running for president Essentially taking the nomination out of the twat of that evil bitch. That would be hilarious. Folks, let me just tell you what I really like to see. I would like to see things start to break down to where no politician is safe, no pig is safe. They don't know what to do here when niggers, sheboons come up here and say Black Lives Matter, and then guess what? There's a nigger behind with a gun, nigger fag behind with a gun, going bang, 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 bang. And folks, I don't know why. I, you know, maybe I, sh- I should just simply round up on Brian Real as lawsuits for that. So that nigger lip faggot will go ahead and do his bang, 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 bang. Up in Mentor or Cleveland. Folks, I have known, I have known some, you know, some, quote, serial killers. I don't know if they killed any serials. Uh, James Von Brun, he didn't shoot anybody. You know, niggers shot, you know, niggers panicked and shot, you know, sh- you know shot, uh, you know, shot, you know, well, the fellow nigger. And Trader Glenn Miller. With all the critters, I, I can see, you know, just going nuts on him. 
well, more nutsoid, or essentially nutsoid with a gun, is Brian Real, Sword Mamser. Bang, 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 bang. I mean, that little critter is a self-loathing piece of shit. It really is. It really is. That's good. Folks, what we see is we see a breakdown of society. Donald Trump is actually the king of backlashers. He don't back down. He don't pussy out. Uh, what happens that 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 skank Megan? You know Megan? What Kelly came back from a vacation that they put her on, and Trump goes ahead and likes him to her again. Why shouldn't he? Look, look, bitch! You started trouble for me. I'm going to get you know. I mean, essentially, my teeth and my hair piece is going to you know never be against you. By the way, I've seen this old uh, Mika Brzezinski here who looks like she you know her her clitoris is larger than old Jew Scarborough's dick. She was going ahead and you know going underneath the hair to pay here. I mean, everybody knows that the Trump has a little sort of dyed orange animal here. You know, a tractor is animal. He says, he says, theoretically, it is his hair, and it probably is. I mean, when he, uh, when he, <laughs> when he has some taken off the back here, he he has a little flunky working for him at the apprentice, going ahead and pick up every hair. You you know about sparrows here? Yahweh looks after sparrows. Well, old Donald, the Donald has a flunky. Every time, every time he sheds, every time he sheds the long hair over what two or three inches, he has one of the swankies. Going ahead, picking that hair up, and you know, essentially numbering it to put it in a weave. How's that? <laughs> in a hairpiece. Yes, it is his own hair. <laughs> what happens though? It doesn't tell us that it, you know it sort of came loose here, and now now it's being joined together here, and. <laughs> Uh, I think it's hilarious here. So anyway, I'm the only in Umuraquah. Could some of the stupid shit, could some of the obviously stupid shit be taken so seriously by Umuraquah? I mean, I've been to Germany. I've been to France. I mean, you know, they all have their own little ways. But essentially, acting, you know, and actually believing stupid shit. Actually believing stupid shit, I think, you know, stupid shit, which is so fucking stupid that nobody but an American can believe it. Well, that's that's pretty well an American trait, or an American trait. You know, and the only, thing, the only ones who are more gullible are intellectuals. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and take a, another break. I'm going to go ahead and see what you tars are doing in the chat, and we will be back for the next section of the movement turn. Hail victory.
Okay, we are we are back here. Uh, there's a lot of people yapping about this. I'm going to uh, knowing everybody else. You, uh, no, it looks like the tards are the tards are still there. I think it's safe to maybe unmute a tard or two. Nope, nope, this is the place to do it here. All right, maybe at the next maybe at the next uh, break. 25 through 33. I'll go ahead and unmute you at the next break here. Okay, let me see. Well, yeah, Trump has, you know, look, folks, I don't trust Trump. Folks, I have boycotted. I boycotted the 2012 selection because guess what? They would not let me run for even local office. I was going to boycott the 2014, then I figured out that somebody had to, you know, write, do a write-in ballot for me for Congress, so I voted for myself. Folks, these elections are altogether dishonest. They start out dishonest by not allowing anybody real to run. Now, in the case of Donald Trump, uh, he had announced, you know, that he was intending to run before. In 2012, oh, he announced he's going to run. Did he? No, not really. You know, other than maybe talk about it, they didn't really run. This time he is really running. And what he's doing is he is actually saying what people think. Look, folks, the Republicans, you know, I, I remember reading this book called Stakes of the War. No, 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 let me see. What was it? Uh, Into the Darkness, I believe it was. Walter of Stein, my favorite white nationalist author. He's dead. He's been dead since 1950. He was born in 1879, 1880, something like that. And so he lived to be not quite 70, died in 1950. And he wrote, I thought, the masterpiece. You know, it was better than the bell-shaped curve, 50 years before the bell-shaped curve. No, 70 years from the bell-shaped curve, about IQ and about what happens to our civilization called the revolting of civilization, the menace of the under man. Now, what was the menace of the under man? Well, in the case, uh, he was talking about the Bolshevik Revolution. He was talking about Jews. Of course, I don't, I don't think that anybody really is a book-reading white nationalist unless he has read some law of study. You know, his, one of his first books, was about the revolt in Santo Domingo and about how the stupid frogs and folks you go ahead and you read you go ahead and read about how the stupid frogs formed groups called Amis de Nords, which meant friends of the blacks. You read what happened in seventeen eighty seven, seventeen ninety. Folks, I know I don't know if some of you don't realize this here, but hey folks Louis the Fifteenth had a choice here. After he lost, after he lost the Seven Years of War, the war which George Washington helped start, he had a choice between taking, you know, because the British took Martinique and they took Santo Domingo, and they also took Canada. And what happens is the King of France was given a choice: Do you want Canada back, or do you want these Sugar Islands, which essentially benefit your purse? You know. What should I be, who should I benefit? Should I benefit 
to have a new world colony in North America with a cold climate, admittedly, with something that French can live in, called Canada or New or New uh, or New France, which later became known as Quebec. Should I go ahead? I have a choice between giving you know back Canada or being given these islands, these sugar islands, which have niggers, which goes ahead and produces a whole bunch of money for the French crown. And guess what? Louis the Fifteenth, who was the you know who was the grandson of Louis the Fourteenth, who started all these wars. He said, "After me, the deluge." He chose to get the Sugar Islands, and then his first stupid son, Louis the Sixteenth, went ahead and got to reap the deluge. So this King of France had been a real good King of France, like Edward I, who kicked out the Jews. He said, "Shit, I'll take Canada." Hey, well, I mean, sugar's nice. Having a bunch of money's nice, but guess what, Canada? Hey, the entire continent, three, four times the size of France, which I can fill with frogs. I can be king of the frogs over there. You know, he, he took Santo Domingo. Now, folks, if you really want to understand White nationalism have an understanding. You need to read your life of Stoddard. And his, you know, his masterpiece wasn't a rising kind of color against white world supremacy because he pointed out the niggers were worthless. But he pointed out that the Japanese and Chinese were dangerous. They should not have been encouraged to take up arms against the West. Here. He said, is that let the sleeping giant sleep. Don't cheat the chinks. He was a guest. He was against imperialism, especially over, especially over the non-white races, especially over the Czechs and the Orientals. He says, hey, encourage them to go outside their country. Well, guess what? You can lose Australia by the means of that. And folks, even over gender benders whining and pissing and moaning about how the Czechs are essentially looking for a place to move into for resources, for food. And they have Australia, they have New Zealand, and mainly Australia. So folks, I, I looked at this thing called My Truth Dig by this by this liberal wigger reporter named Chris Hedges. He's with this fucking Jew named Noam Chomsky. Essentially Noam Chomsky is a Jew. He's a smart Jew, an old smart Jew, who is a Jew intellectual, sort of against imperialism. I mean, he's the sort of Jew who understands that guess what? Us Jews can fuck shit up to where we won't be able to live as parasites because people get tired of our Jew shit. He's trying to tell other Jews.
Okay, Tards. Uh, what happens is I've been yakking for an hour and a half. The beater phone fails after after an hour and a half. The beater phone hangs itself up, just like Skype hangs you up after four hours. The beater phone lasts, what, an hour and a half, and that's what happened. Okay. Anyway, no, no, it's not on. It's not on. Uh, it's not on your end. It's on my end, and I'm going to go ahead and unmute. You know, I mean, I like having a, her- a whole herd of tard, so I'll go ahead and unmute some tard. All right, tard, you've been unmuted. I mean, there are some smart Jew boys. Like Noam Chomsky. He understands, he understands that guess what? He smells the same thing I do. I smell, what is Trump? Let's just call him Mr. Backlash. Here they are. About, oh, the outsiders like Carly Fiorina, she's a stupid cunt who essentially nearly blew up Hewlett Packard. Essentially, she's just a crack here who wants to be president or vice president. Just a stupid crack. Who really didn't know how to run, didn't really know how to run a company like Hewlett Packard, so they got rid of her. Her great the idea was to buy a decaying computer company like Compaq, which had its great moments. Way back when, everybody wanted a uh, IBM clone. Way back in the days when you had 386s and 486s and 286s. And you have a stupid nigger who, you have a nigger who supposedly is a great nigger doctor. I don't see why, I don't see why. You know, you talk about health care, I don't see why. They simply do not tell, you know, have a competitive examination for every town over a thousand in America. Every town. And for every thousand people in a county, they have a competitive examination. And every decade, every decade, they bring someone who passes a competitive examination and they bring him to medical school. And they tell him, guess what? You get your medical education paid for for free. But you must go back to the town and you must go back to the county Essentially, you must be the doctor for 10 years. For 10 years, at least, you must be the doctor for a particular town of about 1,000 people. For every 1,000 people, white man's land. Plus, I'm tired. I'm tired of going to some damn doctor, you know, some damn hospital and seeing a bunch of dockheads and a bunch of... Uh, all niggers. Because I don't mind. I don't mind having a nigger doctor. 
treating other niggers. I wouldn't want to make some white man treat niggers. I think these farm animals, you know, these youth farm animals ought to be able to treat themselves. But folks, I believe there ought to be white doctors over in the Osho. They're getting pretty scarce. Folks, there is, you know, there is a man, there is a Jew-made medical shortage. And it's Jew-made because guess what? The American Medical Association, which was run by Jews, according to Eustace Mullins and the Rockefellers, decided to create an artificial shortage. Donald Trump I, is a plutocrat. I don't trust him. But, folks, he is saying what everybody wants to hear. Now, folks, most of you want to believe that things are going to be changed under Donald Trump. No, folks, I think that what people are beginning to realize, you know, maybe Donald Trump's going to be let in solely because he's going to be the very last person who's going to give Wiggers hope that we can go ahead and stick together from coast to coast, open that house. Plus, I'm not impressed with white nationalism. Not when you end up having drunken, malungeon, you know, drunken, zoggling, malungeon rats like Trader Glenn Miller, you know, pretend to be a great white nationalist. He's just simply a drunken, mongrel rat. Alex Lender, a Jew boy. And the ones that are off-white, like Mo Gullet and Wick the Dick, they're talking about tards. They're owned by the Southern Poverty Law Center. But anyway, here's this Jew, and he's pointing out. Is that, guess what? You know, he said the same thing Lawson started with, said about in Italy. They have a system called Transformi, Transformemo. You would have one party, a so-called conservative party, then you have the Socialist Party, and people would go ahead and go back and forth and vote out the Kremls at the time here, just like they did against the Republicans in 2006 with the war, lost war in Iraq and Afghanistan in 2006. Democrats came in. Claire McCaskill came in. Then guess what? Democrats have, what, 60 members of Congress, and they want to go ahead and pass Obamacare? And then in 2010, there was a big backlash the other way for the Republicans. And then back in 2004, same thing. Folks, it's called trio. I mean, essentially, it's just pretend by political parties that they're going to change something. But folks' shit is going lower and lower and lower. And this Noam Chomsky, he said the same thing that lots of studies said happened after World War One Italy. They got tired of this shit. And so they took an ex-communist called Benito Mussolini. And he had something called fascism. He said, let's go with what works. That's what Trump is saying. Really, when it comes down to it, Trump's saying the same thing. Let's go with what works. Let's go with what used to work. Let's go back to where it was. And they got Wiggers believing that we're going to have evil empire right, but we're not. You 
can't have evil empire life. You can't have going back to the 50s. Back to the back to the past. Because if you look at what you see on the television, I see fewer and fewer and fewer whites. I see, I see over at Fox News, I see these info babes who are cork-eyed mansuses like Megyn Kelly. She might be white, I don't know. But she's mad because old Trump says that she's just simply a skank. And, folks, she is a skank, and so is this skank. You know, cork-eyed, you know even cork-eyed Mansuris more than Maggie Kelly, but this nigger went ahead and gunned down the other day. Folks, it's not white men. It's not white men with guns, which are the which are the destruction of America. It's not white men with guns who's going to be the salvation of America. America should not be saved. This nut house, this coast to coast nut house, needs to be. Partition into 10,000 warlord seas. Why do you think people like zombie pictures? They like zombie pictures because it promises them destruction. That's what it promises them. Okay? Lordy has no big idea. Yeah, I believe big changes are afoot. Looks it's sort of like it's sort of like shoving shoving a Jew boy off the Trump Tower. The Jew boy, ah, he's going ahead, he's flailing around for about four or five seconds. Well, there's a, there's a big change of foot, a foot. There's gonna be a sudden stop, Jew boy. You're gonna go splat. This Noam Chomsky Jew boy. He's realizing something. What he's saying is he's saying, look, look, other Jew boys, you're fucking up. You're about to kill the host, and guess what? The host is going to have a last gap here. By the way, this, this Jew boy named Krugman, Paul Krugman, supposedly winner of the Nobel Prize. Oh, by the way, I looked at this here one page. There was a Nobel Prize for racism. Supposedly in 1972, uh, Joseph Mengele won it, but he was denied that even though he worked for the CIA, supposedly according to this one, the Encyclopedia Dramatica here. I mean, it is, it is, it looks like something that a bunch of deranged sport chanters and nimbusters would write here. Let me see. The Nobel Prize for Racism. It really gets down on niggers, but doesn't have much good to say about rednecks either here. The Nobel, go ahead and look up Nobel Prize for Racism on Encyclopedia Dramatica here. I mean, I was laughing my head off reading it one more, this, the other day about how Joseph Megala was denied receiving his Nobel Prize in 1972 <laughs> because he couldn't get, a, you know, even though he worked for the CIA, he couldn't get into the country, you know, to receive it in Alabama. <laughs> In any case, this Chomsky is saying is that it's very similar to late Weimar Germany. Well, guess what? Weimar Germany was a union republic. 
the Jews had got onto it here. And here are these Germans from World War One, and they're tough. They survived the hell holes, the trench warfare. Some of them were actually stormtroopers. That's the name they gave for the infantry, which you know, nearly won the war by an infantry solution of infiltrating through at night and getting into the rear areas. They called them Strauss Troopers, which meant stormtroopers. That was a World War II. That was a World War II name. That was a World War One name. And what happens? It wasn't just the Nazi Party. It was called the Fly Corps. It was the Free Corps. And they took it in their head one day to go ahead and kill this Jew bitch Rosa Luxemburg and her boyfriend of the Spartacuses and shove their bodies into canal. Folks, we are getting to where there is going to be political violence. In fact, I'm doing my best to bring about that political violence. But here it is. He's worried about, you know, by the way, this Jew boy named James Howard Kessler believes that Trump is going to, is what he calls a corn pone Hitler. Uriah T. Corn Pone Hitler. He's going to go ahead and end the transform emo. He's going to go ahead and bring about American fascism. And like Huey Long says, fascism has come to America, but they're just going to call it anti-fascism. Looks. What makes you think? Why is it so hard to understand? Is that maybe a country ought to be run for the benefit of white people, the ones who do it? I've been criticized for calling everybody a mamster, and the answer is I do not. I only call a mamster or a Jew those critters who come in to. CI dentistry, like Bale Fink, like Eli or James, like Dan Johns, like the Pistol Possum. And these critters will go back to Pentecostalism, like the Penny, you know, like the Pistol Possum ought to, like Johnny Tonto Britton ought to. I mean, if these Jew boys would just leave, I wouldn't have any fight with them. They're the ones who want to fight with me because they want to pretend they're something that they're not. Yes, I've called Andre the nigger angling, Andre the nigger, because he's a nigger. He looks like a nigger to me. Essentially, he's an, you know, four years ago, he's an anti-racist activist who liked running around with gook puss, underage gook pussy. I don't think he's changed. Near near as Mike the Kike Delaney. Folks, this show is about warning you from these people, which essentially you can figure out for yourself that these people are liars. These people are frauds. These people are Zogbots. Anyway, get back to Noam Chomsky. Here's a man who has money and who has the ability, and this Jew Scarborough said, hey, 
Here's a character Trump from Queens, and he's gone ahead and made billions in New York shitty, putting up big buildings for himself. This character is not an idiot. He knows the limit of political correctness, and he steps over it, but not grossly over it. He knows how to go to your average Whigger who who knows that shit's fucked up and to speak to them and go so far over the line, but no further. And that's why he's doing well. That's why you see Parrot of Arabia. That's why you see Greg Johnson. That's why you see a bunch of these characters. Their manginos are quivering for Donald Trump. No, no, the the Nazis didn't really destroy the Social Democrats and the Communists so much. They did. They did put a finger on and they made them go underground. But essentially, it was the false liberals and the false conservatives that were destroyed, that were essentially cucked out, shown to be cucks, and cucked out. And he goes ahead and he points out that previously, the United States, now, folks, I believe Huey Long was an honest man here, or he was a relatively honest man. He was a man who loved our people. And he was murdered by Jews. Folks, anyone who has a great deal of ability should make sure that you don't go too far. Don't go too far, or else you will be killed, you will be destroyed. What you do is you see this line and you go over it a couple times, but you back off. So like what I would do at the nut house, I would stir them up on a Monday, stir them up on a Tuesday, by Wednesday, I would sort of back off because I didn't want to get shot in the ass and pretend to find the house all out of that. You keep them stirred up, but not so much that they dispose of you. Chomsky has said, I hear remembers the 30s. He was young then, and his daddy didn't have any money, but people had hope. He said the Communist Party was spearhead for labor and civil rights organizing. But now, but now, he says, you know, you know Chomsky says he listens to talk radio. He doesn't want to listen to Rush Plush Rimlow. He wants to listen to the Wiggers calling in. He says they're like Joe Stack. Joe Stack was the man who flew an airplane into the IRS building in Texas, I believe, somewhere. And, folks, what happens when Americans figure out that there is no saving the current situation? There is no wanting to save the current situation. All you can do essentially is geld and skin out these lying cocksuckers and these pigs who do wrong to us here. None of these, quote, white nationalists seem to understand it's a wonderful thing 
when faggot niggers go ahead and kill cork-eyed, half-type mavdresses and a few wiggers and some pigs. It's a good fucking thing. Don't think it's bad. Think of it as being good. Because it means that we're coming to a time when shit will blow up. And there will be freedom. Because the old system will be flushed away. Folks, the German the German general staff says, you know, World War One is a situation for trench warfare. It's hopeless but not serious. We can we can hold off the French, we can hold off the English. The situation is hopeless but not serious. Our job is to make the situation serious, but no longer hopeless. Folks, right now today, we are in a situation where things are hopeless. That's what people like, Donald Trump. He gives them hope. He goes ahead just like Jesus Christ did. And here are these Edomite Pharisees and Pharisee, you know, Judean Wiggers. Going ahead and putting in their little kite shit here, their little Talmud, proto Talmudic kite shit. And Jesus Christ just busts through it. He goes ahead and heals the sick. And then when these wannabe Talmudists say something, yes, he says, what is, well, what is good here? What should one do on themselves? Should one do good or what should one do evil? You get on me for saying, you know, pick up your bed, arise, and walk. But I did it. Now, you worthless bastards were able to do that. Now, were you? This man who was sick on his bed, not able to walk, now you could or would do anything for him, but I just simply said your sins are forgiven you. Arise and walk. In many ways, Jesus Christ was far more of a hopeful figure than Donald Trump is today. I view Donald Trump as somewhat of a charlatan. I don't trust him. I sure as hell don't trust these so-called white nationalists who are bleeding out the mangina looking for a fearless leader when they ought to be looking to themselves. Folks, there is a change in the air. And things are indeed looking like they are going to change. And that's what needs to be done. Anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and take another break, and we will. <laughs> Marty was in the dead house. Yeah, I was. All right, you know, like the Donald. I don't back off from the truth. Yeah, I was locked up in that house. I was locked up in that house because they wanted for me to go along with the railroad, and I didn't. Sometimes you have to take the oppression. You have to go ahead and eat as much shit as you can possibly not get away with. You need to endure sometimes. Endure so you can triumph and destroy your oppressors.
Folks, if, if everything you did was a success, you wouldn't learn anything from it. And nothing, everything that you do is not success. There is no, there is no loss which had, doesn't have a little bit succeed, you know, seeds of success. And there is no success which doesn't have the seeds or something in with it of defeat. Life can be a struggle. Life can be wonderful, at least until you get old and sick and weakened and die, and then, well, guess what? (laughs) Then it's over for you. And maybe, in many cases, maybe you're ready to rest when you're dead. I don't I don't agree with Dewey. I don't agree with Dewey Tucker about re resurrections and uh no free will because I'm not a Yahweh cabbage. But that's it. That's it. As long as you're alive, you need to do what Yahweh bids you to do. You rely on Yahweh, and Yahweh's will can get you out. But you have to do something, too. You're not a Yahweh cabbage. So anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and take another break, and we'll be back in about five or ten minutes. Hail victory.
Looking at meet the union press. Party gave, you know, one 
and all the Republican establishment did was, well, was simply play rope a dope and get them, you know, get them to, uh, well, get them to do whatever here. Anyway, I think I'm going to go ahead and listen, unless somebody's going to call in. Trump's hair reminds me. Yeah, it, it reminds me. It reminds me. At least it did until I seen that here uh, skankus. Mika Brzezinski or whatever, and she was just really digging, you know, digging underneath the uh, underneath the weave, you know. <laughs> so, make America great again. Yes, gain strength because hey, look, what's what's the alternative? No, no longer be great. No longer be great. No longer mount anything. Now look at this, Melissa Harris Perry. Here's a stupid, here's a stupid nigger, a stupid nigger bitch, and she she would be scared to death to go and fly over the country where there's white people, because she would see every single one of us as being a classman. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and record, you know, record it here. But anyway, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and. You'll speak. Oh, right. coast coast is on. Well, by all means, here I remember when you used to have while I was driving a truck. Twenty-five years ago, you had this character named Art Bell. You know, folks. Yeah, let me let me tell you here is that white nationalism is is a failure. It's a failure just like the Republican Party. White nationalism and CI dentistry, CI dentistry is nothing but Jews. I mean, and when it isn't Jews, it's Sockbots like Mo Gullet and uh, Wick the Dick. You're running around with obvious red niggers like, uh, oh, let's see, like Pistol Possum and Dan Johns, and obvious Jews like Eli James and Fink. Why are you even bothered to pretend that, you know, it is? I, I remember hearing Frank Wine like a pussy about the evil things I said about his family. Most families are a bunch of Jews. I mean, you know, why are you listening to, why are you listening to a Jew screaming about Jews with a packy, where the Jew knows, with a camel knows, like some then packy shanks, yapping about the trees in Britain? Well, yeah, there's treason in Britain. Let me tell you here, I, I talk to Tattered Flag every so often. He calls me. Every so often. You know, I, and I do not record. I do not record when my friends call. I do not record them. But, you know, I wish I had recorded Johnny Tonto Britain here. That would that would be useful, but hey, I don't record my friends who I talk, you know, or people I think was my friends, even though they may not be. Essentially, your average Englishman, white Englishman, he realizes it's shit. I mean, when I talk to him, when I talk to him, what I hear is despair. Despair for England. Let me just tell you what I, you know, when I talk to, I talk to American, you know, American whites. Let me tell you what I hear. I hear rage. Now, maybe 
some of it is my own rage. Maybe I'm hearing what I want to hear, but I hear absolute rage. I hear absolute contempt. I hear absolute hatred. What I want to hear from overseas, you know, in England, is despair. In America, what I hear is rage. I hear I hear out and out hatred. And me, I look to fuck that. Folks, no revolutionary knows what spark is going to be the camel, you know, essentially the straw which breaks the camel's back. You know that there's a whole bunch of combustible, you know, social material out there, and people are mad, and well, they should be. But you never know exactly which is going to be the spark which finishes it. You really don't. You really don't. You don't know what's going to be the final straw. But folks, if you've been in this room as long as I have, you know there's somewhere. It's out there. You don't know what it's going to be, but you know that, you know, the spark is going to essentially hit the tinderbox and it's going to blow up. Folks, let me just tell you here, once you go ahead and you kill, once you go ahead and you kill a nigger, or you kill a gook, or you kill a beaner, or you kill a pig, or a politician, you can't fucking stop. This worse than lace and township. You can't just kill just one. You gotta go ahead and keep on killing and killing and killing and killing until you've broken them. Until they are running essentially they're running from you because they fear you. You gotta finish the job. You gotta finish killing. That's where we're at. Trader Glenn Miller running around the old sanctimonious, old, you know, sanctimonious, worthless bastard. Let me tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. What happens? The prosecutor is going to say, I said, look, folks, remember my opening statements? I'm, I'm going to put Trader Glenn Miller at this particular location, at this new parking lot. I told you he's going to he's going to go ahead and admit not only to the newspapers, not only on recordings that he made from the jail. He's going to tell you people that he was there, and that he gunned these people down, asking you know whether or not they were Jews or not, and then he murdered them. You heard yourself, the defendant. You know, I mean, it's not just the, you know the the, the mountain of. Circumstantial evidence. When we said when we start, we thought it'd take maybe three, maybe four weeks. So we figured out why bother, why why waste your time for three or four weeks? This is the this is the easiest case we've ever tried. I saw witnesses been defendant. He's told you they was there. He's told this woman who's seen her friend say, no, 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 no. And he pulled the trigger on her and the shotgun jammed. 
because Trader Glenn Miller was a scared pussy, but you know what happened? He cranked out a shell. And then he blew her away with a 12 gauge shotgun in close range. Murdered the woman. There's all this evidence. Eyewitness evidence. But we have Trader Glenn Miller evidence. What the hell do you need to understand? Here he is yapping about how the Jews made him do it. He didn't gun down any Jews. He just gunned ordinary people going about their lives, being at the wrong place, at the wrong time. And he don't have a bit of remorse about it. He did a cowardly act, which everybody knows he did. So why waste your time for three, four weeks? We decided to finish it up and what? Oh, three, four days. And we did. And we did. Folks, there's only one verdict you can give. And folks, let's not even bother wasting time. I mean, shoot, I'd appreciate it. I really would appreciate it if you would make your decision within the next five minutes. Because that should be all it takes. Let's take a vote. Let's get this thing over with. Thank you. There's Trader Glenn Miller. Oh, you know, I mean, what's it been easier? Just let Trader Glenn Miller yap, yap, yap about the Jews. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I'd been prosecutor, I said, the honor, we're going to let, you know, let this goofy bastard yap whatever he wants, rather than whine about how he's not getting a fair trial because he's not getting to yap, whatever stupid crap. You know, let's just have him admit, you know, you know, give him a day to yap, 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 about whatever he wants to yap about. We would be here. Now, folks, if Trey Glenn was smart, he just simply Look, you know, I mean, when the judge says mistrial, hey, judge, yeah, I could use a mistrial about this time. I sure as fuck could use a mistrial. Trey Glenn Miller doesn't want to. He wants to be known as a, quote, white supremacist. That's what he wants to be known as. He's James Von Brunnen here. He's not white. He's a Manzer supremacist. He's a Zog agent provocateur premises. He's a Zogbot rat tard supremacist. He's a Zogbot rat faggot tard supremacist. He's not white. He wanted to kill a Jew. He could have shot one. He could have gone up to uh, Kirksville and put a mangy Jew out of its misery. Mangy Jew bleeding out the ass out of its misery. He wanted to plug a Jew. I wish he had plugged a Jew. I wish he had really plugged a fucking Jew. A bagel bag string mangy. Bleed out the asshole Jew. He didn't. He had no intention of doing that. Shit, I think he may be part Jew himself. I think he's a mudger. Folks, that's what we have in our wonderful bowel moment. Jews and mamsers. We're blind real here. Oh, no. He was so mean to me. I can't. I mean, I can't. You know, how do I explain to my family what's on the, you know, on the defendant list's web page? Well, why don't you explain to him 
So you're a self-loving mongrel. You wanted to play Nazi for a while. You suck Dicky Barrett's Dicky Juice. Now, you've been going ask them out that you name think, but here you do is you harass people, mainly white people. You use the courts to lie and commit fraud. You should be going to prison here. Well, you can be a nigger faggot here, an open nigger faggot. Prison is the best thing you can have here to suck dick here, Brian Real. Sword brother, sword mamzer. No, when I look, I look, I look at Sink, and what happens? He has about, oh, four or five mongrels. Four or five idiot mongrels, like Stepana Mamzer, a.k.a. Alan Rouse, and Savin Packy Shanks, and, oh, another mongrel like Dresden, a few other tards. They have people who just look for entertainment, like Mona Montgomery. I hope Mona's doing okay. Folks, I don't have a problem with people wanting entertainment. Folks, if you want to be on Sperm Fart, if you want to be on VNN, which is mainly Jews, but if you want to be on VNN, if you want to be on Four Fake Sleeps, if you want to be on Andre the Niggers, have fun. Have fun. Why not have fun? Why not troll? Some of you that bust cars don't need to be encouraged to troll, though. I mean, shoot. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you Sometimes I think some of the cards, you know, Mr. Sock Possum and the other character, anti-Mr. Sock Possum are the same critter. You're just fucked up. I mean, these critters, these critters are fucked up here. I mean, let's not let's not doubt that they're fucked up. They are fucked up. Nothing wrong with having fun. Tards just want to have fun. No, Tards just want to have. That's all I really want is dumb fun. When the trolling day is done, oh, Tards just want to have fun. Oh, yes, Tards just want to have fun. And folks, there's nothing wrong with fun. There's nothing wrong with entertainment. There's nothing wrong with recreation. If you have a little bit of money, you might want to run around on the Harley and go to Sturgis or Wood River or whatever. Nothing wrong with having fun. But don't take what is fun and pretend to have serious moral purpose when it doesn't. Critter like Trader Glenn Miller, he's not a white supremacist, he's not a white nationalist, he's just simply a self-loathing, lumpy, malungeon, drunken, zogmot rat who played at, then when it came time to pay the price, tucked tail and ran and was total pussy, and started snitching. Well, didn't start snitching, just didn't end snitching. When got caught still handing out KKK pamphlets and knew it was against, you know, against the rules. Knew that if it get caught, it would lose its 20 years. What does it do? I don't want to lose my pension. I'll write on you. I'll go ahead and find junior enlisted and end their, you know, and end their Army careers. And they did. 
Folks, the United States Army has been hostile to the Ku Klux Klan since 1870. Ulysses S. Grant, he didn't propose to win the Civil War and then go ahead and let it be lost by a southern white man who he had to fight, you know, fight down at Appomattox and at Vicksburg, running around and whooping up and hanging niggers. Of course, you know, sort of like, you know, Bushy being in Iraq. Well, guess what? 1876, all of America sort of gets, oh, well, half America gets tired. Gets tired of this shit. And so they cut a deal 11 years after Appomattox. And guess what, white boys? You won, but we're not going. We're going to say you lost, but you won. You can deal with the niggers however the fuck you want to, because niggers can't run nothing. I bet the South had simply said, "Hey, any more shit from you about slavery? We're going to go ahead and ship you some fucking niggers. We're going to send you niggers as refugees, and we'll see how much you like these fucking niggers." Now, real easy here for the Freedmen, Freedmen Bureau, and the abolitionists to run around and pretend that niggers are so wonderful as long as hardly any of them were running around after the white women here in the white skanks. Now, some of the abolitionists can't love that dark meat, just like, you know, just like they do now. <laughs> but no, most people... Most people do not, most white people do not like niggers. Hell, fucking niggers don't like niggers. You think niggers like living together with each other? No. Why do you think they yap shit about ending segregation? Because niggers do not like living with other niggers. Hell, I remember being in a room full of niggers, you know, the cooks, you know, the battery cooks here. You know, Joey, believe it or not, I was deemed to be relatively not racist when I was in the Army. I didn't really much care for him, but on the other hand, well, fuck it. You know, I didn't have anything I didn't have anything out in the field other than my TA-50. I had to lock them for a bit. So being niggers, you know, cut open my Delta bag, I would be reimbursed for it. Would not have to pay for it. And besides, after, you know, after, oh, after one field training exercise, they pretty well got deals that shit, you don't, you don't need to take the TA-50 you're not going to use. I mean, what fucking good is mosquito netting in Germany in February? Not much good at all. You might as well leave your mosquito netting. You might as well leave your mosquito netting, which is part of your TA-50, in the fucking barracks. In a duffel bag, rather than loading overloading the the, uh, the Chrysler pickup transmission, carrying shit like mosquito netting in February in Germany. I never used that fucking mosquito netting ever in Germany until they issued it. In any case, folks, what good are fucking niggers? And as niggers and beaners and mamsers and stupid whiggers outnumber the protective Americans, essentially sooner or later, 
there's going to come an end to it. White people have nothing to lose, and they'll just simply say, fuck it, and that'll be the end of that. That because of America's racial wounds reopened, they never healed up. They never, ever healed up. And let's understand that, okay? So in case here, I'm looking at the chat here. Sometimes you trolls, 10 years after Katrina, Folks, it was up to niggers, they wouldn't have fixed it up. It was up to niggers 10 years after Katrina. All you would have, all you would have is a bunch of shit huts in nigger town. That's all you'd have. What happens is that niggers will take over the area, big old houses around downtown, and they will turn it into nigger town. And these houses will not be kept up, and they will fall apart. And eventually, it will be too toxic for fucking niggers to live in. That's why you have Detroit. Detroit used to be the Paris of the West. And folks, now you have big areas of Detroit, which essentially are just simply nothing more than northern prairie. You have aspen and birch and prairie grasses growing in big areas of Detroit. You know, the niggers come in, they steal a copper wire for crack or whatever. And that's gone. Folks, I remember seeing pictures of Newark, New Jersey, from the early 80s. You used to have a movie called Wolfen, you know, which was about Newark. Well, folks, now you have, you know, Nigger Town, like, what, Detroit? Baltimore? Ferguson? Does anybody really give a shit if niggers burn down Ferguson? I don't. Folks, in Granby, you have, just like about every place, you have what's called demographic decline. You have people getting old, and they're not, you know, their children and grandchildren do not want to live in Granby. And so you have the same bunch here who essentially turn Granby into a shithole because of their greed, and they want to continue to turn Granby into a declining shithole. I call it Flintville. Does anybody really believe that we are going to make our way? Look, there's nothing wrong with violence, and violence is necessary. Violence is needful. Folks, yes, we will have violence. Very, very, very soon. So, any takes here? Uh, I'm going to go ahead. It looks like I've lost a bunch of cards. Let's see. 
10 30, 11 30, 12 30, 1 30. I think three hour show is good enough. I don't see anybody making any plans of calling in. Last you know, Thursday, I had Blushing Mary America, and we had old Long Island Brian, and that was fine. So, folks, I'm looking at this Tard Corral, which is the American political system. I'm looking at brown skinned people. I mean, folks, if you were white and you were trapped in Houston Stadium with niggers, it was dangerous. You could be murdered or robbed or raped. Folks, I would just simply that. You know, someone says is that, hey, if you're chased by a gang of niggers, head for deep water. Niggers can't swim. Niggers can't swim. Niggers hate water. Niggers hate water. They don't even like drinking it. They prefer drinking it, you know, flavored with malt 40 here. Folks, there is no help. You know, I don't think, you know, Trump's not going to save America. He may plot, he may plant, talk about how we're going to get back to the 50s or 60s or 70s, evil empire light, but folks, it's not going to be that way. It's not going to be fixed. Yeah, laughing. Hillary Clinton pretend that she's going to look after the white middle class. No, she hates the white middle class. She hates white males. We should hate her. We should simply say, you're not going to obey laws, and we're not going to obey any of your laws either. And leave it at that. Folks, rather than like Cut Hair Wallace, Bad Griffin, and all these other tards here, we should love it when nigger faggots, I mean, folks, I will be gloating. I believe it's inevitable when Brian Rio, nigger lips, goes ahead and shoots up a, you know, an elementary school mentor for Cleveland. We might come and shoot you, Martin. No, he won't. For Mike Gather, he didn't dare get any closer to Granby than Joplin. Oh, by the way, I put together this here fire pit, and I uh, I put the battery, the chargeable battery, into the drill, which has the uh, which has the Phillips screwdriver tip here. That that means to go ahead and screw them screws real quick here. But hey, nigger lips, uh, you know the uh, battery is back on the uh, cordless drill, which has the quarter inch drill here. You know, Finkelshini, Johnny Tondo, nigger lips, Brian Reel. They ain't going to come see me. They're cowards. They're cowards. That's all they are, is cowards. And Mongols and Jews. I mean, just, you know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Folks, you should live your life like you should live your life. Don't worry about it. Oh, by the way, old nigger Al Sharpton, I was looking here. He has his little every day, every day with nigger Al. Every day with nigger Al has been changed to Sunday morning with nigger Al. So it's like one day, one day at nigger Al instead of five. Nigger Al, oh, by the way, he was working with this church called Martin Downey here. There was another chart. 
Well, you know, here another great victory here. It used to be five days of nigger owl. Now it's just one day a week, Sunday morning. You know, if you're stupid enough to go to MSNBC, the Obongo channel. I mean, they're pathetic here. They have to, they have to, uh, you know, talk about what's being going on on Fox News. Now, I don't know. If, I don't know if Trump is so stupid to get on MSNBC. But I like looking at Meet the Union Press because it's one of the old-time shows here, although with a new cork-eyed mamzer, Chuck Tard. In any case, let's see here. What's Aaliyah? I don't know. Make a <laughs> When did Jews get to go to Israel? I thought Aaliyah was uh, fat niggers. Any case, uh, by the way, I was looking at here. I was looking at dead niggers, dead niggers floating and being eaten by, you know, eaten by alligators. Niggers, dead niggers, dead bloated niggers. (laughs) You know, folks. I wouldn't live in New Orleans. Shit, I wouldn't live in Kansas City. If you live around Kansas City, around Kansas City ain't so bad, as long as you're at least 30, 40 miles away here. You get about, you get more than 25, 30 miles of Kansas City, it's sort of like living, you know, well, hey, among white man land here, where essentially you have farmland, why, hey, niggers aren't into farming. Once you get into a cornfield county, well, you're good to go. Well, anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. Okay. White powder, white powder. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to call it a night. I'm going to go ahead and say, hail victory. May Yahweh bless. And by the way, uh, tomorrow, Trader Glenn Miller will be found guilty, and he will pretend to be a white supremacist or a white nationalist. Just know better. Anybody ask you about Trigger Miller, just say he's just simply a drunken Melungeon. Duncan Lumbee Melungeon, part Jew, part nigger, part mainly red nigger. He's just a Zog agent provocateur. He's just a Zogbot rat. That's all he is. I think it was already arranged. You know, when he got ill, he got sick. He thought he was going to die. I think it was arranged with Zog Mabwar for him to do what he did. And he did what he did. Let's not be surprised. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. I'm going to go ahead and say, Hail Victory. May Yahweh bless. And good night.